Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. His name is Joe Biden. He's the scrappy kid from Scranton. That's I was going for Howard Cosell, not Norm Macdonald, but either way. He worked himself up from a nobody to be a multi-year senator from Delaware. Riding the Amtrak train to and fro to take care of his family and take care of work for America. Ah, I can't do Cosell. But Biden cleaned up. Nine of the 14 states? That's not the story. The story is delegate count. But he did win Texas. And Texas is a story and a big one at that. Bernie was supposed to win Texas. Bernie was supposed to have Texas. Bernie didn't get Texas. Now, it was closer than maybe, you know, maybe that gives uh, Sanders some solace. He got 30% of the vote. Biden got 33%. But the only thing that matters is delegates. And as I look at the delegate count, 399 for Biden and 322 for Bernie Sanders. Now, other people see it a little bit differently, awarding some more delegates based on some races still to be decided, like Maine and double-checking those. 453 to Biden, 373 to Bernie Sanders. In either case, it is inconsequential. It is that split of delegates that still leads you to contested convention. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. You need 1,991 delegates to win the nomination. You already have 40% of the delegates allotted. Elizabeth Warren has 39, Buttigieg has 26, Bloomberg got 18. He spent half a b- 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 billion dollars and he won American Samoa. I'm not knocking him. I'm saying that's a lot of money to win American Samoa. You know who came in second in American Samoa? Tulsi Gabbard. You know what she gets for her troubles? One delegate. You know what that means? Tulsi Gabbard is secured for the next debate. Yes! 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 She's eligible. And that's just hilarious. Because she's not dropping out of this race. Elizabeth Warren, miserable, awful, terrible night. And no, turns out the Klobuchar voter was not interested in Elizabeth Warren. The reckoning of this woman who is a snob, who is an elitist, who thinks she's above it all, who thinks that she's smart, who wanted to be the female Bernie Sanders and turns out can't be She's got to figure out what to do. She's got to figure out what to do. The mood in her campaign was bleak. Really? (laughs) I wonder why. Right? She got Emily's List endorsement. She got help from a super PAC, but did not move the needle. I mean, I, I I can show you. I can show you every number. Every single number. Third in Virginia. Third in Vermont. Massachusetts, where she lives, third. I'm sorry, that's brutal. That is absolutely brutal. It's where she lives. By the way, they do hate her. 
That much is is true. Third in Minnesota. By the way, Joe Biden won Minnesota. That's another big win for him. The Klobuchar voter. I had asked the question. I wrote the article. If we take a look at what the candidates are like on paper, why is the Klobuchar voter going to Biden? Why won't they go to Warren? They're fine with a woman on top of the ticket. They want, uh, uh, you know, uh, they, they, they want the Green New Deal. They want cap and trade. Those are Warren things. No, you know, but they didn't. They did not. The the voter fell into line with the Democratic Party and the idea of we have to stop Bernie. But do you really think you can stop Bernie? The most you can hope to do is contain him. Bernie is not stopping. Bernie's not getting out of this race. What is wrong with everybody? And the punditry class out there, desperate to tell you how much they know? Guys, remember three weeks ago? Remember three weeks ago when Joe Biden was out of this race? He was out of the race. He was done. He was finished. And now, and now look at him. Nothing but blue skies ahead. He's got the big victories. He has protesters jump on stage with him in Los Angeles, and his wife is acting like an offensive guard, pushing Pete, these vegans aside. Luckily for her, they were vegans, so they were very easy to push. Vegans do not have much strength. All right, you're going to point to me some vegan who's a bodybuilder, and I'll be like, okay, congratulations, you found one. Go, go with the joke, would you? Oh, a lot of opportunity for Joe Biden. But the opportunity is to nomination, not that there is a great groundswell of excitement for Joe Biden. Remember, there is a difference between the two things. There is no excitement for Joe Biden. There is an acceptance of Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the guy you choose when you realize, you know what, I'm not getting any younger. I should get married already. Joe Biden is that sweater in the back uh, of the closet that when you know, there's nothing else to wear around the house, you put on that. It's comfortable. You know it. You, know, you don't wear it to the club. You're, not, you're never going to wear it to the club. But, but you know, it's, 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 it's fine. It's good. That, that's, that's Joe Biden. That's exactly Joe Biden is what happens when you want a Ferrari, but you buy a Honda Accord. It's Joe Biden. It's not going to turn any heads. We'll get you from point A to point B. All right, fine. And that's nothing against Honda Accord. They make a fine vehicle. They make a fine, reliable vehicle. Less gaps in a Honda Accord than in a Joe Biden. By the way, Joe Biden, this was him last night. And I promise you, cures for cancer. Alzheimer's and diabetes. You promise me cures for cancers, cancer, Alzheimer's, and diabetes. That's criminally insane. That is as ignorant as the day is long. What an awful thing to say. You can't, you can't do that to people. You can't say that to people. When Trump has uh, hinted around that, I've said, you're absolutely wrong. And then, of course, there was him on the stage mixing up his wife and his sister. It seems to be getting even better. They don't call Super Tuesday for nothing. By the 
Hey, this is my little sister, Valerie, and I'm Jill's husband. Oh, no, this is the, oh, they switched on me. This is my wife. This is my sister. They switched on me. That's what they did. They switched on you. They switched on you. That must have been it, because of course you know the difference between your wife and your sister. Of course you do, Joe. My goodness. It's not like you don't know the basic things like, let's say, uh, the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. <laughs> well, I'm sold. This is the guy who's gonna get the nomination? Are you kidding? And how could Bloomberg not do better? Just getting trounced a half a billion dollars spent. Well, he's out. Just getting announced today. Mike Bloomberg is suspending his campaign. Wow. I got to tell you, he didn't have to do it. $53 billion, you can do anything you want. You could take it all the way. $53 billion, what does it matter what you do? Go for it. Move ahead. So let's discuss something that is is true. Because the world now wants to prove me wrong. Because I said Joe Biden is never going to be the nominee. I said the words, people. Said it out loud. Said it clearly. And yet here they are. This was the consensus candidate. This is the best the Democratic Party could do. They couldn't stop Bernie Sanders, and they knew they couldn't rally around Bernie Sanders, so they found just one way. Now, when you go back in history, and we look at South Carolina, you realize the endorsement from Jim Clyburn meant a whole lot. I don't think that means Clyburn is on the short list for vice president, although everything's possible. It means that Clyburn, standing strong behind Biden, probably was very helpful in South Carolina, and South Carolina was very helpful to create the momentum necessary to get people like Klobuchar and Buddha Judge to drop and support him and have this destructively good time on Super Tuesday. And he will be lulled into a false sense of security from it. He still has Bernie Sanders to fight against. I don't know what Elizabeth Warren is going to do because, you know, I said this about Bloomberg, it's 50-50, I, right? And I, I said uh, that Elizabeth Warren, it's 50-50 that she gets out now. I expected the first four to go in four different directions. They did not. I expected better showings from the Buddha judges of the world. It did not happen. I expected Bloomberg to be able, with all of those ads, to make a run. But then he decided to get into the debate. And at every turn, these people want to prove me wrong and make Biden the nominee. Bloomberg now endorsing Joe Biden. And I'm assuming Biden's going to take his money. That that's going to be my take. And of course, I wonder if he takes the endorsement. Why wouldn't he? Well, cuz he refuted the endorsement of James Comey. Comey. No, 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 no. Ari, producer Ari is having himself an attack. Breathe for a second, Ari. Listen to me. Listen to Daddy, will you? You didn't take the endorsement of James Comey cuz James Comey is a pariah, the former FBI director who's a terrible guy. If 
you want to be able in any way to grab any of the Bernie bros or the Bernie thinkers, you can't be taking the money from the billionaire. Unless, of course, you say, I'm not going to get these people anyway, take the billionaire money. So I'm saying that's something that that campaign is going to have to consider. They're going to have to just make sure they know the options and opportunities. So now we're really in the two and a half man race. You've got Biden, you've got Bernie, and Elizabeth Warren still sits on the side as a question mark. She can still show up in the debates and still create lots of issues. They're going to have to ask her questions. Like, why are you running this zombie campaign? Tulsi Gabbard, what are you doing? And she'll say, you call called me dead and now I've got a delegate. And if Mike Bloomberg had gotten out of the race earlier, I would have won American Samoa. Guys, the pundits don't know. You take the information, you take your best guess. But the people are funny. Just like they told us in 2016, they'll decide. They will decide. It's why I never listened to just one poll. I went back and I listened to some some radio stuff I did in 2012. And I was convinced Romney was going to win the election. I believe the polls. You know what I did? I learned. I took a look at the data and I said, there's no way. Now, let me say this also for the record about Biden. Biden is going to turn into a puddle of goo next to Donald Trump. A puddle of goo, because no matter what you say about South Carolina, no matter what you say about Super Tuesday, no matter what it is that is real about the political left, the Democratic Party trying to steal the election from Bernie Sanders, which they're doing, that Donna Brazile doesn't want to understand this or admit it, what in the world does that matter? Did you hear Donna Brazile, by the way? Did you hear this? Rona McDowell who's the chairman of the RNC, is answering a question on on Fox for for Ed Henry and Sandra Smith. And then they asked Donna Brazile what she thinks. Listen. It does depend on how big the lead that Sanders takes out of California is, if he picks up a a huge proportion of delegates. But I don't see anybody getting out soon. And it's leading towards potentially a broker convention, which will uh, be rigged against Bernie if those superdelegates have their way on that second vote. Now. Donna Brazile is the former head of the DNC, left that she's the one who gave Hillary Clinton the questions before the debate in 2016. And Rona McDowell, just like the rest of us, realized, man, some people got out of this race immediately after Super Tuesday. So she says that they're going to rig it and steal this from Bernie Sanders. And they say, Donna, what do you think? To that, you say what, Donna? First of all, I, I want to talk to my Republicans. First of all, stay the hell out of our race. Stay the hell out of our race. I get sick and tired, Ed uh, and Sandra, of listening to Republicans tell me and the Democrats about our process. First of all, they don't have a process. They're canceling primaries. They have winner-take-all. They don't have the kind of democracy that we see on the Democratic side. And for people to use Russian talking points to sow division among Americans. That is stupid. So, Rana, go to hell. This is not about... No, go to hell. I'm tired of it, Ed. Oh, my. Yeah, this election is having an effect on a lot of people in a lot of ways. Of course they're trying to steal it from Bernie Sanders. This is an immutable fact. We know this to be true. And we know that this race is going to go down to Milwaukee. And we know when you take a look at the delegate count, at least as of right now, it's still contested. Those delegates are too close. And we can start taking a look at what happens in Kentucky this weekend 
And next week, the Midwest starts to have its say. March 10th, Michigan and Missouri are both going to speak. You know how many you know how many times Sanders and Bernie and Biden are going to be in Michigan? They're never going to leave. Winning Michigan is a big big deal. You might find that after March 10th, that delegate split is still the same. You need 1991 delegates. Don't tell me about momentum, tell me about delegates. Which one of them gets to it? And when none, you'll have the contested convention. You will go to the second ballot. But if all you have is Bernie and Biden, and the Democratic establishment desperately wants to put Biden in the trunk, then the second ballot will all be for Bernie. All those superdelegates will go one way. Then again, who knows what's going to happen? Because Joe Biden's not even supposed to be here. I'm Tony Katz.